0: Welcome back, everyone, to Great Quarter Gals. Uh, it is a Great Quarter Gal Day, actually. Kaylee is not here with us, but we do miss her. And I actually have some exciting news to share with you guys, too. Just found out Kaylee and I will be doing Great Quarter gal- Great Quarter Gals live at F3 this year. So make sure after the show, you guys head to live.freightwaves.com. We're all getting very excited. This event is just getting closer and closer, of course, uh, as fall hits, it's going to come even faster than you think. So if you're looking to join us in Chattanooga, Tennessee for the future of Freight Festival from November 7th to the 9th, we'll again head over to live. There's my cat. uh to get your tickets today. So uh, excited, of course, today to invite a new guest to the show. She's actually been on our show in the, in the past on the radio. Her name is Kelsey Scott, and we're going to be talking with her about what she's doing with our industry in regards to compliance and helping a lot of drivers out there with their fleet and their operations. Uh, But before we get to that, we talk a lot about how are we going to get more women into the industry? And in particular, how are we going to help bring uh, women to our C-level executive positions and really work on their careers and their career pathway within logistics as a whole? Uh, So I am the type of person that's always looking at change needs to come from a grassroots level, bring it down to the very lowest level possible. And a lot of times that starts with, well, I think one of the most important things, education. How are we getting into the minds of young women today in order to educate them on what logistics is doing uh, just as an industry as a whole, but the opportunities that are available for women in general? And I think one of the best ways to do that and more fun ways to do that is starting to get picked up by our industry today. And that is good old Girl Scouts. Now, I'm, I was a Girl Scout. I'm not going to lie. I, I actually gave up 10 years in ballet so I could actually focus on Girl Scouts when I was younger. And it truly does help you really understand, especially as a young woman, that there are so many career paths out there. And that if you put yourself and your, your best foot forward, that you can truly do whatever you want. The way that Girl Scouts works is there's a number of different badges that you can earn. And as you do work in a group in your local chapter, et cetera, you do get group badges, right, that you earn together. But there are ways that you can individually you know, start to get badges that specifically are going towards things that you love or are interested in. And it, there are steps and lessons and tasks that you have to get done in order to earn those badges as well. It really allows you to embrace the industry or embrace the object that the badge is focused on. So an exciting announcement actually came uh, last week from DHL Supply Chain North America. They actually donated a million dollars to fund the Girl Scouts Supply Chain Curriculum. So what they're going to be doing now over the next year is working with their local mentorship programs in Columbus, Ohio, and Detroit, Michigan. Just right here, you can see. Look at the bringing robotics to this thing. This is so exciting. So, they're working with these individual groups to create a curriculum to teach young women how supply chain works. And in particular, right, like bring these awesome lo- locust robotics to them to showcase hey, this is how supply chain is changing. This is how technology is changing, in particular. And uh, overall, uh, super excited to see them uh, invest. A million again, a million dollars over the next year to figure out how this program is going to work. Uh, now, I'm uh, this isn't the first time that we've actually seen the Grow Scout programs take place here uh, in the United States, in particular. There's a couple other programs I'm going to review with you guys too. Uh, so our first one, I love this. So you guys get to meet my cap for the first time, and let's see what she knocks over throughout the show. Uh, enjoy that. But uh, let's review again another Girl Scout program coming from Ryder. Uh, Ryder's actually uh, started their Girl Scout program a few years back. Uh, if you can see their badges here in a second, uh, they uh, each badge is a little bit different. We don't know what DHL's looks like yet, but this one in particular showcases that Ryder wants to give kind of a, a big overview of exactly what's happening uh, in supply chain. So uh, it's designed that curriculum is designed specifically for about fourth to eighth graders. And here are the, the steps to earn it. One, you have to follow a product from its creation to your home. So, uh, young girls have to go out there, do the research and figure out exactly what steps they have to take, uh, in order to, to a certain product to write at their doorstep. They also have to learn about supply chain management and logistics and how it impacts everyone's lives, which probably doing the first task they're going to learn a lot of. Uh, the third problem supply chain managers face, right? The everyday issues that we go about uh, trying to figure out how to solve problems. Uh, specifically in their recent curriculum, they're really focusing on the pandemic and and what that how that uh, really affected supply chains globally as well. And then they take women and, and teach them about all different types of fields within supply chain. So It's not just about showing them that you can, of course, earn your CDL and become a truck driver, but in various cases, right, how to work on robots. Uh, You could be uh, clearly a a pilot as well. Uh, Air freight is a whole other area. A lot of times in these programs, they focus on um, uh, ocean freight as well and take them to uh, ports so they can see container ships. Uh, A lot of that type of field trip type of work. Uh, there's also warehousing, right? Planning, uh, execution, all of that stuff uh, wraps into everything supply chain. And that that's what I really love about the Girl Scouts program in general, is that they actually allow you to kind of create your own curriculum within a small curriculum. So saying, uh, you know, you have to learn about different women in the supply chain fields. Well, what they actually mean is, you know, there's, go out there and see what different jobs are available to women in the field today. So uh, that's really exciting. And uh, they've actually had 350 girls earn their patch since they started a couple of years back. And 100 girls are are, uh, uh, expected to earn that rider supply chain badge within this year alone. They actually held their first event. Uh, A lot of times, right, they'll make the curriculum and then the scout leaders will use that curriculum to earn the badge. Well, they actually held their first event this April in Florida and about 30 girls participated and they're able to show them more deeper uh, knowledge into planning, sourcing, production uh, and how to deal with disruption as well, which Ryder would probably be very interesting because you're going to see almost more of that like trailer hub uh, type of situation too. So uh, exciting to see that badge. And then, of course, one of the originators of a woman in trucking badge is Women in Trucking, our favorite group out there, right? Uh, this is what their badge looks like, and they've had this program for a number of years now. They actually have already created the curriculum. You can download the curriculum, order uh, the curriculum for your Girl Scout troop today. It's very simple. It's uh, their programs actually focus more on the on the cookies and how the cookies are, of course, uh, packaged, produced. They start all the way from the fields, uh, gathering grains, ingredients, etc. how it gets to the manufacturer and how they move on from there. So uh, it's uh, a pretty interesting uh, badge. A lot of fun activities. There's a whole coloring book. I would, I would say the woman in Truckee one even goes probably a little bit younger than eighth grade, uh, a little bit closer to like the fourth, fifth grade section. Uh, you can also earn a doll as well. And at the end of the curriculum, of course, you get that wonderful badge from women in trucking, too. Here's the best part about Girl Scouts as well, is they're is always looking for volunteers and ways to help uh, educate girls on these badges and on this curriculum. So if you're watching today and you say, you know what, I wish there was a way I could get involved with this and help out a little more, I would highly suggest that you reach out to any of these groups. Uh, women in trucking in particular is one that's probably the easy easiest to access. Uh, and then reach out to your local Girl Scout groups and say, hey, we are a local trucking company or a warehousing group, and we really want to you know, help young women learn more about this industry. Can we set up this curriculum? I, I highly doubt they're going to say no to that. So uh, if you're looking to give back to your community and make sure that you're helping women in trucking as well, uh, well, hey, this is probably the easiest way for you to do that. So Uh, again, like you can visit, uh, if you visit DHL or rider, uh, Google, just those programs in supply chain, all of that uh, information should pop, should pop up for you too. And other than that, I definitely want to keep some good amount of time here to talk with our next guests because I think we're going to learn a lot. And we're also going to learn a lot about juggling a family and a wonderful career and being an entrepreneur as well. So let's just bring Kelsey on uh kelsey is the owner of legacy trucking consulting and quick screen solutions and fun fact this wonderful being right here is a she's been a mother but she just got another one out here just a few what a week ago right is that right four weeks can you hear oh me oh my goodness four weeks yes i can hear you i can hear you I now can yes hear you. you're good I can hear you. <laughs> So uh, this is the best thing I I love about Kelsey. First off, go follow her on Instagram. We'll get into the handles and everything later. But uh, the great thing about you is talk about a family business. Like you are doing all of that. (laughs) Uh, Tell me about how you got into this industry and
1: and how the family unit got in as well. So it started with the family unit. So me and my husband were, of course, looking for an opportunity to Create more generational wealth. We were already into real estate um, and looking to get into something else. And so we um saw that trucking was an opportunity. We met with our mentor at the time and they walked us through setting up our company. We got set up, purchased equipment, had owner operating the whole nine yards, and realized, you know, we didn't really know much about the trucking industry. <laughs> and so at that point in time, we were just kind of going with the punches, learning that, you know, we went in and I began having a lot of people start to ask me questions, just people that I knew in general. And then when I would mention to people like, hey, we have a trucking company, they would just start asking questions. And I'm just like, okay, so maybe people need help. Um, But people need help getting set up and not making the mistakes that we made. <laughs> and so um, that's how Legacy Trucking Consulting was actually born. Um, Our trucking company was scoundrelable Global Trucking. So we've since um, gotten, I don't want to say gotten rid, but um, we let that company go. Actually, right before the downturn last year, we just decided that it just wasn't really worth it. Like the owner operators were just, it was just very tough. And then our other businesses were just growing. Like we're still in real estate. My husband has businesses and then I'll have the consulting that was like, take it all the way off. And so, you know, just deciding to let that go. And now we're just all in safety and compliance. You know, my kids know, hey, when mommy's on the phone, we're going to play the quiet game for a minute. That's how they're involved. (laughs) My baby, we were dropping the big boys off at school this morning. And afterwards, I had to quickly run to the office, which I've only been there once since the baby's been born. Because our morning girl was a little bit late. And so he's in there with me, you know, taking care of things for about 20 minutes. So we're all involved, the whole family. I love that. And it's cool too
0: because you're involved. They're gonna like grow up knowing the safety, right, side of this industry and how important that is, right? It's not just about the you know, the the generational wealth or the capability to build your own uh career, but you're you're saving lives on the road at the end of the day, right? Which is just like Such a fun way to learn about the industry.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what the. Whenever you were mentioning the Girl Scouts and things like that, I was like, okay, my kids aren't in Boy Scouts yet. You know, I have a daughter, but she she probably will be a Girl Scout because she's very like that. (laughs) Uh, But my boys are like, you know, uh, when they hear me on the phone and I'm like getting frustrated or I'm getting excited, they ask me like, what's going on? Or when we see a truck and we put you know, our magnets on the truck. They're like, mommy, what are you doing? And I'm like, we got to keep us safe. We got to keep the carrier safe. So it's really, really cool. They really enjoy it.
0: Well, let's talk about a lot of these regulations and areas that you're helping with. Can you tell us about the range of services and where you find, uh, especially when you're helping these carriers, they, they need help the most? Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. So... um we, of course, assist the Casso with starting companies, right? Because I feel like it's important that you start from the beginning, knowing what you should know and being set up properly and all of that. But there are a lot of companies out there that do that. So we really pride ourselves, as far as legacy trucking consulting, we really pride ourselves on the ongoing safety systems implementation. Um, there's so much technology that these trucking companies can implement into their businesses to make it so. You know, we should not be failing roadside inspections. Um, uh, we we should be qualifying our drivers better. We shouldn't be so quick to get a driver in the truck, which I get it. You know, a lot of the smaller carriers that I've service, they have to hurry up and put a driver in the truck. I get that part, but I just try to get them to open up their minds even more to say, hey, like if uh Bob, if you put him in the truck and at his previous company, Bob got into X, Y, and Z situation. And it happens to get in your company and we get into a lawsuit situation like you could have known that if you would have take a little bit more time. So um, there's that. And then on our quick screen of solutions in our business, uh, we actually do drug testing for trucking companies. And so that is our part in making sure that we don't put anyone that should not be in a truck in a truck from that part. So we kind of have a handle on both sides. Um, but we are really, really, really big on, um, helping individuals clean up their safety score. If we can, I can elaborate if you need me to, but clean that up if we can, uh, we've done a lot of compliance reviews this year, which is unfortunate, but that goes to show that FMCSA is, you know, they're following the regulations. So we have to follow the regulations as well. Um, and then just really having, our hand in making these smaller companies feel more professional um, and companies that the job really want to work with. You know, it's not just your mom and pop type of type of trucking company. Love that. Uh, and
0: I, w- I would like, if you could elaborate on some of those issues that you're seeing most frequently and how, how do you help clean up those, those records too? Uh, I'm sure, especially nowadays, right? Like if fighting for every load they can. It's probably important yeah. that they see some, uh, uh excellent reporting to the shippers
1: yeah so it's not just i mean it's not just important like it has to be straight so um whenever we mention the safety score obviously you want to always be at zero percent of that out of service rating you don't really you know it's good to have inspections on there a lot of brokers in this market will not work with the carrier especially if they've been in the industry for six to 12 months without having an inspection so that's one thing so if we do see, of course, sometimes officers type really fast. They might put an inspection on a record that shouldn't be there. Maybe it's for three two three two zero zero zero, and it should be for three two three two zero zero one. So now it's on my company and it shouldn't be on there. So we need to get that taken off. Um, monitoring those safety scores. So for our clients, we monitor every single month to make sure that what's on there should be on there. The trucks match. If they had a clean inspection, it's on there. If they have any violations, what happened? You have to give those drivers corrective action because if they got one hours of service violation in this inspection, but it's their tenth inspection and their 10th hours of service violation, and her CSA is about to come knock on the door. So we have to show that we are correcting those issues, whether it be through termination or other matters. Um, And then if individuals got an inspection and they had a maintenance issue, if they said the brakes weren't measuring or whatever the case might be, and a mechanic comes out there and a mechanic signs off and says, no, based on our equipment is fine, and they give them proof of that, we can then submit it and attempt to dispute it and see about getting that cleaned up as well. You know it's so funny because
0: it's like listening to you. It's lightly almost. It feels like you're like the way you clean up your credit score, right? Like how you uh, you know watch that. It's so interesting to me that we watch our personal uh, scores, but but when it comes to how our business is run, we might not look at it the same. And so it's just it's it's interesting to hear. Uh, is there any I guess regulations that you see coming up that maybe you're that you've been reviewing with your, your companies that you work with or anything that maybe, uh, drivers overlook quite often. That's a newer regulation in particular.
1: I "Lie, libraries. I've been in maternity. mode. Same embarrassing to say, but no, I haven't been digging as deep as I need to dig. And you reminded me of that when you send me the email, cause I was like, I haven't been going down my rabbit hole, like I need to go down my rabbit hole. As you can see, I haven't been posting much content. That's why when you reached out, I was like, okay, I want to be her quarter gal," but you know, we'll see how this, but no, the crazy part is, it's the same thing. It's the same, like they are, so FMCSA is getting ready to reevaluate really the whole safety program. So I'm sure you've seen it there. They they wrote out the new website and all these different types of things, but it's the same thing. Like, it's not like, you know, anything's gonna be, um it's gonna be just as crazy, pretty much, you know? Well, unfortunately, you know, individuals, they're not gonna look into it as a trucking company. I've been that person, which is why I do what I do now. Um, But, at, I'm sorry, my employee was following me. But at the end of the day, it's just like, Everyone has to do the research for themselves, of course. Um, but it's they're just kind of—I don't want to say—they're not really switching it around. They're just putting it in a different format. But the regulations are the regulations, and people are still getting in trouble. Getting in trouble—I don't want to say in trouble like that—but in trouble for the same violation that they've been getting in trouble for since 2019. You know, 2017. So it's like it's kind of. <laughs>
0: yeah well you know it almost feels like they're trying to find ways to evaluate more carriers more frequently so if anything they are yeah. it's like you said it's the same stuff just be prepared for that knock on the door maybe more than exactly. than you have in the past. love that exactly well me, as me as a woman in this industry and, and then, uh, the growth that you've had i i know that you work closely with your your husband as well what's it like building uh really this wonderful business as a woman in the industry and what advice would you give women out there looking to maybe take on their
1: own venture as well oh um, it's different. <laughs> you know i don't come from my dad he was in chucky years ago you know when i was like really really small so it's not Something that I even, I didn't even think going through high school and then after high school, going through the military and things, I didn't even think I would be an entrepreneur. So to be an entrepreneur for me, is crazy. To be doing a trucking business and to be so, you know, passionate about it as I come to be and to now have started other businesses, I service the transportation industry. I mean, to me, it's a blessing because I have guys that come in all the time to get drug tests and they look at. You know, the um, services that we have on our wall and just the way we have our office together and different things like that. And they're like, okay, I see. So you're someone else who starts trucking companies and stuff. And then we get to talking and they're like, okay, you really know yourself. And so I like when they say stuff like that because I'm like, I feel like, you know, for to be in a male dominated industry, for them to look at you as your peer, I love that. I don't like when they don't look at you as your peer. Um, but I feel like I'm excited for, like you mentioned, even the Girl Scout program and things like that, for them to be learning about robotics and to be that senior executive, um, to know that you really can make a career in the transportation industry and you don't have to start your own businesses. Like I've done, it's just, I got so many kids, we have four, so, you know, I don't really want to be calling in to work and things like that. I would rather call myself and tell myself we got a doctor's (laughs) appointment. Um, but I love it. I mean, I like building business now. Something I've grown extremely passionate about. I love compliance. I've grown extremely passionate about that. I love helping people. I feel like when drivers don't know that they're prohibiting the clear enough and I get to help them clean that, I love it. When they don't know how to work their ELD, and I get to just break it down to them, I love things like that. Um. Well, um, yeah, it's exciting. Overall. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But it's a, it's an interesting way to help uh, these individuals right aspire to be better, and it's, it's uh, and you do it in such a fun way. I would love. Can you tell everyone what your handles are so they can go and follow you? Because you you make some really interesting compliance content that I think uh, <laughs> they'd love to review as well.
1: You know, I'm part time comedian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gotta laugh. Yeah. Through, you gotta laugh through this industry, literally. Um, my Instagram is Mrs. Dot Scott is official. Um, that is my personal and business page because I'm a mom, I'm an entrepreneur, I have trucking businesses. That's I that's, you know it's all encompassing in one. I don't okay. have it split up or anything like that. So you can follow me there to see my family, my businesses, and some really funny content. But the messages behind it, though. You're gonna be DMing me like, "What do I need to do to do this?" So, yeah, yeah, just yeah,
0: doing keep, keep it straight for you, and of course that'll bring you more money at the end of the day, right? So, thank you so yeah, much. That's guys. right. I appreciate it. Have a great rest of your day.
1: <laughs> you too. Thank you, Grace.
0: Oh, I love that. Yeah, go check out her, her content, especially you know when it comes to driver compliance and some of the issues she sees. Uh, one, I think there's gonna be a couple on there where you say, yeah, that's me. I probably need help with that. Uh, and two, you get a good laugh throughout the day. Who, who doesn't need that as well? Again, I want to thank everyone for checking out great quarter gals as well. Next episode we have Kaylee will be here with us. So it's just a great quarter gal for today. Um, and of course, like I said, we are going to be at F3. So go ahead to live.freightwaves.com to check out uh, our agenda for that and of course get tickets in motel rooms too and then you can also check me out on Sirius XM every night on the Road Dog Trucking Channel Channel 146 from 5 to 7 p.m eastern standard time and replace it 11 to 1 at night as well give me a call eight 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 Road Dog 2 thank you everyone have a good rest of your day and I will talk to you all next week one two three